Hello and welcome to my podcast called Innovation. Innovation was inspired by my previous podcast, Silence, where over the course of two years, I spoke weekly with 100 women from science, technology, engineering and mathematics, or STEM. I kept all of my guests anonymous so that they could talk openly and honestly about their lives, and we really did get to discuss their experiences, what they've learned along their life journeys, and their hopes and ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. Because their identities were always kept safe, the conversations on silence were always so raw and transparent. And we didn't just talk about being women in STEM, but about everything. The topics that tended to come up time and time again, episode after episode, were also the same topics that I tend to discuss with my mentees or my friends or my family, or I'm asked about after I've given a talk in schools or colleges. So I thought rather than keep these topics closed, and amongst inner circles, how about throwing them out into the world and letting everyone hear and engage in issues that are quite clearly important to many of us. So what I've done is sift through all the episodes of Silence to bring you my favourite sound bites on these certain topics. Each week on Innovation, I'll be reflecting on the perspectives that came up on Silence that I feel are actually real pearls of wisdom that I found particularly provoking, inspiring and empowering in the hope that they resonate with you too. This week is all about taking things personally. So what do I mean by taking things personally? Well, I for one, I must admit, tend to take things personally. It's not my best side. It's not my best dimension. But I'm going to be honest, I do tend to take things personally. So if someone looks at me a certain way or has said something a certain way or, you know, is giving me advice or suggestions I take it to heart like I take it really really personally and you know I tend to mull over it and I tend to go round and round in circles in my head over it and that's why I have to be really careful about feedback um, particularly on digital platforms you know social media and that kind of thing where people can say whatever they want I've had to really grow a thick skin when it comes to feedback because we are living in a world where anyone can say anything and realizing that I take things personally has been such a good thing for me because I have had to toughen up and I've had to really gain a strong sense of who I am and a strong sense of purpose so that When I am given feedback, I can also stand up for myself and I can also take it much more constructively and I can leave the rest. Um, And that's taken time to develop because um, I must say when I was younger, I was a highly sensitive child. And so taking things personally was what I did on a regular basis. And the older I've got, the more I have developed a filter and I'm able to now decipher whether I'm taking things really, really personally and basically my ego is in the centre of it all um, and when to take things constructively and like a grown-up and um, to see the greater good in things um, and to be more of a sort of role model type of person 
instead of thinking the world revolves around me. And um, yeah, so taking things personally can often be very much because of ego and um, really being self-centered um, and sort of, yeah, it, there's no other way of saying it. There's no sugar-coated way of saying it. Um, taking things personally is usually in direct correlation to being quite self-centered. And I admit I was quite self-centered um, and maybe occasionally still am. Uh, but young kids do tend to be quite ego-driven and self-centered because in their little worlds, they are the center of the universe. Their parents and their primary caregivers are running around after them. And so they think they rule the world. And uh, in learning not to take things personally, I've actually also matured. But this is what my guest from episode one has to say about it. The job I do with a guy or a girl is emotionally, like I said, really quite intense. But maybe I've seen mm. that the guys are better at getting on with it and taking things quite so personally sometimes or, you know, just they can be quite matter of fact about it. And maybe with women being, yes, more in tune with emotions, they can take things with a heavy heart sometimes. And that's personality as well. But when you're talking about working in a team, um, I have found that working in predominantly female environments a little bit harder because it seems to be more politics. My guest talks about the difference between how men and women take things personally. She's actually a vet, and so she works in a very intensely emotional and, um, I mean, she deals with life and death on a daily basis. And so, you know, she has noticed a real difference between the men and women and how they react in their veterinary environment. And... You know, what I found in my experience is that I often took things more personally because I was very emotional about things. And in industry, I find it's always so much more useful to take emotion out of the situation. And once I have pulled back on my emotions in the working environment, I have tended to take things less personally. So if a company doesn't want to spend money on my travel, for example, I won't take that personally. But I will say, okay, well, it's probably because they've got a profit and loss situation that they need to take care of. So yeah, on that front, I think, you know, it's really important to check in with your emotional state, because you know, often things aren't personal. Things are happening because they are for the greater good. But I don't want to be the person that says that, you know, men are less emotional than women. I certainly wouldn't want to make that sweeping statement. But women do tend to be a lot more nurturing and caring in their approach, generally. And so in caring and nurturing, those tend to be much more emotional, kind of characteristics and maybe that's why we tend to take things so much more personally. Being a woman myself, I must say that I definitely do have a much more emotional approach to things and so maybe that's why I tend to overanalyze things and dissect things and make sure that my behavior is always on the right side of good because I care and that comes across as me 
maybe taking things personally if I haven't uh, performed in a certain way. So, you know, with that awareness and that knowledge and that self-introspection, I can approach things with a more level head because I've thought about these things and, you know, I've reflected on my natural characteristics that maybe hinder me in some ways because taking things personally is really, really draining. It can be tiring, always kind of like, you know, analysing your behaviour. But again, you know, I feel like when we help other people and we focus our attention on helping others and being of service to other people, that can really take us out of our self-centeredness and make us stop overanalyzing. That's certainly a tool I've used a lot. I think it's a two-way street because I think sometimes we are treated as women a certain way. You know, we are expected to be a bit more emotional. Um, there's a certain kind of uh, bravado amongst men. I mean, I've definitely witnessed that in engineering where guys talk to each other on a much more sort of level playing field. And then, you know, when guys have talked to me at work they're like softer and are you okay is everything all right and so there's this kind of different way of talking to men and women and I can often take that quite personally because it's like why are you talking to me like I'm a child um but you know rather than trying to change everybody else it's better to change oneself you know it's better to change how you respond to the way the world treats you I once heard this quote which is rather than trying to carpet the whole world why don't you buy yourself a pair of comfortable slippers because it can be really really difficult to try and change everybody's behavior towards you it's so much easier to change the way you respond to people and taking things personally, I feel, is a pursuit to try and change everybody else. And that energy is better spent in trying to respond in a much more calm and considered and less personal way. You know, it's a difference between being reactive and responsive. I used to be so reactive when I was young. I'd be like, what do you mean by that? Why did you say it like that? You know, couldn't you have been a bit softer when you talked to me? And it's like, well, if someone's talking to you aggressively, that's kind of their problem. But you reacting is you subscribing to that problem instead of kind of looking at someone just and thinking, wow, they're really aggressive um, and not rising to their levels of aggression, if that makes sense. But my next guest from episode 90 talks about the differences between how men and women tend to be treated, especially on digital media. I saw from certain people on Twitter and it did make me think I wonder if I was a man whether those comments would still be made um mm. and it, it I guess it feels a bit like bullying is rather than getting angry at the process of paper writing or how slow it is it almost feels like they're being very personal to you and you, you take that to heart and um I've had to learn how to not take that personally and just brush it off and just carry on. I think also when we take things really, really personally, it's because we really care. We care about what people think. We care about how we're coming across. We care about how we deliver things. And so it can really be 
not an obsession, but like a very, very important thing to us, which is why we spend so much time thinking about it. And that's a good thing. But, you know, people that take things personally tend to be people that really, really care about their performance. And women in STEM are a group of women that really care about what they deliver to the world. And that can often mean that we take things to heart. This from episode 92. I will admit that I'm um, I'm competitive. So um, sometimes failure I can take personally. Um, so I think actually realizing that was the first step to learning how to cope. Um, you know, that failure in the sciences is not, it's not a personal issue. You know, it is something that has to do with, you know, either, I mean, it is personal in the sense that it's your own work, but it, it is that that's all that it is. It's just work that needs to be improved. But, you know, my guest, even though she acknowledges that she does set herself up for a huge amount of expectation, she also has ways and strategies of dealing with not meeting those expectations. And that's one thing that is really important to me is how I deal with failure because I'm going to fail time and time again. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to screw up. And what I have really tried to learn and am still learning with every failure is that, first of all, it's okay to make mistakes because every human does. But what's really important about making mistakes is learning from it so that you don't make those mistakes again. And you don't beat yourself up for making those mistakes. And this is exactly what my guest from episode 92 continues to talk about. But I think um, how I've learned how to cope with failure is um, when it first happens. So, for example, say I you know, submitted a fellowship application um, and I don't get it, you know, even though I know maybe my chances are low, it still kind of stings. And the first, the first step I do is I really, um, let myself feel the, the emotions. So kind of anger, sadness, frustration, um, you know, devastation, you know, go through the questions of, am I supposed to be doing this? Okay. Is this the right life path? And And then, I let myself do that and then I snap out of it because <laughs> I think it's important to acknowledge those feelings and not bottle them up, but also to let, let them go on their way. Um, I think it's really important to be kind to yourself. I think often when we take things personally is because we really have very high standards for ourselves, and we can get into that territory of beating ourselves up if we're not meeting the expectations we have of ourselves. And often when we take things personally, we think that people are condemning us for not being perfect or not being a certain way, when actually people don't really care that much. And I have found a trend in women in STEM that really push themselves hard and as a result can really sort of have unrealistic expectations for what they're capable of and when they don't meet them take them really really personally which can be make them really down and you know 
people can get quite sad about not being the person they thought they were. And that's why I think it's really important to learn from mistakes and learn from wrongdoings. Um, and by taking them personally, we can often use failure to feel bad about ourselves instead of using failure to grow and improve and evolve. And I think taking things personally is what gets us stuck on failure instead of saying, okay, I made a mistake. Let's learn from it. Let's move on kind of thing. So actually, when we take things personally, it's usually because we've made some kind of mistake or error. And my guest from episode 69, I think, has a really healthy way of looking at failure and not taking it personally. So you stop taking it personally and you start changing it so that you can make a difference and also give the opportunity for other people coming up um, kind of in similar ways to opportunities you were given um, so that different people also have the opportunity to show their skills and excel and deliver and have the same confidence. Making mistakes and learning from them can actually really increase your self-esteem because in having the humility and the vulnerability to admit that you haven't done something quite right, but you've put all your effort into learning from that, can be really inspiring and it can really lift others up because none of us are immune from making mistakes. And so rather than taking it personally, shrink your ego, shrink that ego and say, you know what, I'm not going to take this personally. I'm not going to feel like... I'm a terrible person, but I'm actually going to use it as an opportunity to grow and teach others about what I've learned. Not preach, but just say, hey, I made the same mistakes. I didn't do something so well, but here's what I've learned. And that can be extremely empowering and strengthening, character strengthening. You know, that kind of attitude, I think, builds resilience, which is why... I've created a podcast on this subject because I've really seen looking back on my life that taking things personally has held me back. But having the, having the insight and self-awareness to say, you know what, I'm taking things personally and I'm getting myself stuck has helped me climb out of that ditch of an attitude. Ditch with a D. And, and grow from it. Thank you so much for listening this week. Please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even rate and review the show if you can. I'd love to have your feedback about this episode or any others that you've listened to and maybe even some suggestions for future topics on this show. It's all about self-discovery and self-evolution on innovation. So if there are any issues which you feel are holding you back from being the best version of yourself, I'd love to delve into it by drawing upon the wisdom and experiences of my amazing guests from my previous podcast, Silence. Be kind and loving to yourselves, and I wish you all a great week.